1: plan savings with three lines of t-mobile essentials versus comparable available plans plan features and taxes and fees may vary
2: here we go what do you want to start with it's a mess a mess trash
3: talking tuesday dirty mud can dragged to the mud brought to you by florence recycling it's time to clean it up satisfaction guaranteed or double your trash back this (laughs) is trash talking tuesday news talk 97.3 the sky
2: Good morning and welcome. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy, live and loco for sure. It is 6.08. Your time check is brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Top story, a U.N. subgroup is involved in the October 7th attack. Mm. What's going on here? We are definitely going to dig into that. And there's a ton of other stories, including a lot of local stuff as well. So don't you go... Anywhere, It's also Trash talking Tuesday, thanks to our friends at Florence Recycling. So this um, report I got from CBS News. An Israeli intelligence document shared on Monday with CBS News and a number of other uh, outlets spells out allegations against a dozen U.N. employees whom Israel says participated in in the Hamas October 7th terror attack. The document claims seven staff members of UNRWA, that's U-N-R-W-A, it's a U.N. humanitarian agency, so it's like a subgroup of the U.N. And you know, they have a lot of subgroups, like UNICEF, for instance. So this agency is supposedly, and supposed to, I mean their mission anyway, is to help Palestinian refugees. Well Apparently they stormed into Israeli territory during the attack including two who actually participated in kidnappings, according to the report. The allegations against these staffers prompted the U.S. and some other Western countries to freeze funds vital to the work of the agency. That's a lifeline, they say, for desperate Palestinians in war-torn Gaza. The U.N. fired nine of the 12 accused workers and condemned the abhorrent alleged acts of staff members. Um, wow, that's amazing. I mean, just on the surface, mm. to me, this is another reason why I would disengage from the United Nations. I I think there's people that would stand up and say, "Well, wait, don't throw it all out. They've done some good work." Uh, no, I I mean, yes, maybe they have, but overall, uh, the organization certainly isn't looking out. In my opinion, for Uh, democracies, per se, and definitely not looking out for the U.S., and yet the majority of their funding comes from us, but they've gone against us Mm -hmm. several times. And they were on the wrong side, by the way. So these allegations, accusations, are very, very serious. The accusations come after years of tensions between Israel and UNRWA over its work in Gaza, where it employs roughly 13,000 people. Again, the vast majority of those people are funded by United States taxpayers because we fund the majority of all of the U.N. It always seems to trickle back to us, doesn't it? And and
4: it seems like so many times. It's a scenario just like this one where they are on the wrong side
2: of things and we're paying for it. Now, apparently, uh, Donald Trump, when he was president, defunded that organization. Right. Mm -hmm. Then when Biden got in there... He began to fund it again. And I guess just now recently, after this came to light, now they're freezing the funding. So again, just like the border, we got a
4: scenario where Donald Trump is making the right decision, has something under control at some level. Joe Biden comes along, and what does he do? Just for principle's sake,
2: goes the exact opposite direction, to the demise of America. Last week, the Biden administration suspended funding uh, to UNRWA after it was revealed that at least a dozen of the employees participated in October 7th attack. Like I said, Biden had previously restored $700 million oh my to goodness. UNRWA. $700 million. Wow. Thanks, Brandon. Think there's um, some homeless veterans that may have been helped by that? Uh, just you to Think add- the VA could use some of that? Funding. Well, you know, there's really nowhere to put those veterans, Bob, because uh, you know we kicked them out to put the immigrants in. Oh yeah, that's right. Just yeah, that. And and yeah, and, and it's all the Republicans' fault that the border's not closed because they they're not going along with the deal. Well, if we would
4: fund it like Joe asks us to, then it'd be fine. Yeah.
2: Never right? mind that Joe undid the executive orders that Trump had in place securing the border. Never mind that he could with the again with the his pen. Could secure the borders again very very quickly and very easily completely on his own without the help of congress i can't reiterate that strongly enough people need to know that because that the media will carry water for the left and they will tout this oh yeah the republicans won't pass it because trump needs border chaos uh, to win the election such an utter lie now but the promise of Trump closing the border when he's elected president, you can absolutely take that to the bank. You yeah. can trust that because he's done it before, and you cannot trust the Biden administration or any of his flunkies like Mayorkas when it comes to border security, not one darn bit. It's just another attempt at a money grab. They'll, they'll put – you know what they want to do? Hire more uh, judges – Mm-hmm. so that they can push more people through the system and into the United States. And part of the language, and we only know part of it because they won't release uh, the bill in its current form. They'll wait once again until the last minute, but mm-hmm. it allows for uh, at least 5,000 migrants to come in a day. And then allegedly cap it. But in other language, uh, it clearly states that they can still come and apply for asylum, which is another form of catch and release. And they're not limited by those five, that 5,000 number. And even if it is the 5,000 number, it's too high. And it's ridiculous. It's absurd. We need to secure the border. Stop this chaos, this craziness. But the Biden administration, no, no way, no how. You cannot trust them. No. Look. Why did they re- reinstitute the $700 million? Why did they do that when this apparently, this group was suspicious anyway? Or they wouldn't have been defunded in the first place by Donald Trump. Listen, Trump cut that money because there were legitimate concerns about UNRWA's role in supporting terrorism and indoctrinating Palestinian children to hate Israel. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's enough to defund it. And why would you restore funding? But then again, this is the same nutbag that's uh, allowed sanctions to be lifted against Iran. The same nutbag who was vice president when Obama sent, literally, stacks and stacks of cash on pallets yes. to Tehran. I mean... In the dark of night, no less. We've seen the video. <sighs>
4: You can't make this stuff up, Um, No. It's it's just, it's that bad. And
2: it's not, yeah, it's not opinion-based. This is the deal. No. The three soldiers from uh, the the troops that were killed in Jordan, uh, they've been identified. I will share that with you. And then also point out how uh, this administration, how they think, how they think, how they operate. It's sickening, Mm -hmm. frankly. Yeah. But we got to pump you up because you know what—the real world is a tough place—and we also want to keep things on a positive note as well. So even, we'll, even on a trash talk on Tuesday, you better believe it. <laughs> Thanks to our friends at Florence Recycling for sponsoring Trash Talk Tuesday. It's six sixteen, and you're listening to ninety-seven point three, The Sky.
3: Afternoons at 3. The story of Florida is phenomenal. Sean Hannity. No state income tax, better infrastructure, and their budget is less than half of that of New York State. How is that even possible? On 97.3 The Sky.
2: Good chilly morning. Yeah, a little crisp. Oh, yeah. Be prepared for that. A lip uh, in the air, you might say. Yeah, yeah. before you leave the house. Uh, we're approaching 622 on the Bob Rose Show. Craig Cassidy is here at your time check, brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Top story, the U.N., a subgroup, is involved in the October 7th attack. Maybe a dozen folks working for a subsidiary of the United Nations is supposed to bring aid to the Palestinians Apparently, we're involved in the October 7th attacks. This is a group that came under question several years ago, and Trump defunded that organization. Biden restored funding $700 million. Wow. What is going on? The same uh, uh, same president. Thanks, Brandon. Yeah. For really supporting Iran, lowering yeah, well. sanctions and sending them money. And and then now having to uh, fight terrorist attacks, you know I, I wish Joe Biden mm-hmm. would explain why he is why he runs cover for Iran mm-hmm. when they're behind these attacks. Why doesn't he tell it to the families of I don't know Sergeant William Jerome Rivers, forty six of Carrollton, Georgia. How about uh, Specialist Kennedy Sanders, twenty four of Waycross, Georgia. And Specialist Brianna Alexandria Moffat, 23 of Savannah, Georgia, because those are the three soldiers that were killed because a drone hit their housing unit known as container housing. And this occurred in Jordan. Is President Biden going to address them and tell them, I'm sorry, um, I was fooled by Iran? Huh. Sorry, I thought Iran would play nice with you know the nuclear stuff. Oh, oh, yeah, I know Iran is the number one state sponsor of terrorism. I just you know, I didn't think they'd use it against us. I mean, what 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 could you say? I think I got the answer. I, okay, I, I think he, I, I know right why ahead. he
4: was so surprised. Because if you remember, not that long ago, he was talking to some of these radical groups, and he basically told them, "If you even think about doing anything," he pointed his finger and he said, "Don't." Yeah, because I mean, so yeah, so I'm sure it shocked him when they did.
2: It did it well, and no. and also yeah, that was brought up. So the don't thing yeah. doesn't. Work. I know That's a Fox, awesome. Fox News reporter brought that up, man. and we'll dig into that. And speaking of uh, the White House, the press secretary, Corinne Jean-Pierre, now look, um, she's beyond her capabilities. She's, she's over her head, and oh, I'm not pff, saying that it would be yeah. honest to be in that position under any administration, but under the Biden administration, um, that would be a difficult job oh, to be man. able to do it well. Yeah. I mean, Meryl Streep could not pull it off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, that little, tells you so. little, uh, little Jean-Pierre gets paid very well to do it. Does she really? Oh, yes. All right. Big money. So, so listen to this. Okay. She was on with uh, Morning Joe. Oh, one of your favorites. Oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> Watch it now. You're, on, you're yeah, on the radio. I was thinking, yeah. I was thinking you know, Morning <laughs> Joe, yeah, he's a cup of, and uh, then I wanted to fill in the blank, and I'm like, what can I say? You really can't. Now, no, Not not that actually helps you to paint a picture of how I really and feel that about you this can guy. get by with at the same time. Yeah, which I think that little discussion makes the point. So she's on with uh, Morning Bozo Joe. Okay, but not the president. Yeah, and no offense to clowns. Exactly, and asked about actually was co-host uh, Brzezinski. Uh, Is there uh, any new information since Admiral Kirby came out, et cetera, et cetera? Anyway, Mm -hmm. so nothing new to report, uh, you know, other than what John Kirby, Admiral Kirby uh, shared with you. What I say, obviously, our deepest condolences go out, our heartfelt condolences go out to the families uh, who lost three brave, uh, these three uh, folks who are military folks, military folks. How about soldiers?
4: How about you right. know, members of the military. How about sound a little classier than that? Yeah, they're
2: just folks. Yeah, regular. They're just folks. Wrong yeah. place, wrong time. Military it's, folks. Yeah, too yeah. bad. It's yeah. So yeah, sad. It's sad. Yeah. Uh, and and then right. she goes on, who are brave, who yeah, right. are always fighting, yeah. who were fighting on behalf of this administration. And, 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 and then she said, uh, uh, of the American people. But wow. I've never... Wow. heard, I've never heard that phraseology no. when referring, uh, they were defending democracy, they were defending a country they loved, uh, you know they were defending uh, us here so we could live in, in safety or whatever. Mm. Uh, you know, we've heard all of that. I cannot recall where I heard someone say no. they were defending and fighting on behalf of the administration. No, Like we're a separate entity from the country. That deserves. Uh, Your protection deserves you to lay your life on the line for our administration. Unreal. Yeah. And was that just a slip or was it a Freudian slip? Is there Mm. really meaning in that? And I think there is. It's like the country. Sure. It's kind of important, but not as important as the administration. I think that says a lot. It does. 628 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. It's a Trash talking Tuesday. Thanks to our friends at Florence Recycling. Uh, We've got some local stories I want to share with you. And uh, also, uh, we're going to get into some interesting stuff in terms of uh, a prediction market. Kind of a a new term. Yeah, we'll dig into that. It's all coming up on News Talk 97.3 The Sky.
3: Trump. We're going to make this country so successful again. I'm not going to have time for retribution. Haley.
1: I'm not going to pull out because somebody wants to be coronated.
3: Sleepy Joe. I'm
1: proud you have my back. Let me just
3: say I'm honored have your back. The sky is the station for election 2024. The most unbelievable election cycles The latest breaking news.
5: It is time for us to
3: unite. This is a critical moment. Clean up a broken border. Scare the hell out of the terrorists. Your 2024 election headquarters. News Talk 97.3. The sky. Talking Tuesday. What's going on with a map? Because everyone knows it's ridiculous. You got game? game? It's a mess. Here we go. What do you want to start with? Brought to you by Florence Recycling. It's time to clean it up. Satisfaction guaranteed or double your trash back. This is Trash Talking Tuesday. News Talk 97.3, The Sky.
2: Happy Trash Talking Tuesday. Thanks to Florence Recycling. It is 6.39. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Thank you for tuning in. One of the big top stories, uh, it turns out, uh, a United Nations subgroup that was designed to help uh, Palestinian refugees, uh, that group, or at least some of them, a dozen, have uh, been involved in the October 7th attack against innocent uh, Israeli citizens. It's incredible. Now, Trump knew this organization had issues and problems. He defunded them. When Biden got in there, he put the funding back in. $700 million. Wow. And now, well, they have frozen that money for now, and so have uh, many other uh, European and uh, Western countries as well. So... Uh, we'll dig into that a little bit further. Well, we know what
4: happens with frozen money under Obama-Biden administrations. It, it gets
2: thawed at some point. It just seems like this administration is on the wrong side of almost every equation. Yeah, I mean, they've gone out of their way uh, to lower some of the sanctions against Iran. And at the same time, Iran thanks us by killing three of our soldiers in Jordan. With their proxy uh, group. And the administration doesn't deny that Iran's behind this stuff. They don't deny it. They admit it. But yet, they have failed to do anything about it. Uh And this is not the first attack. This won't be the last attack. We're talking about 160 or more uh, attacks, individual attacks, Uh against our soldiers in and around the Middle East. So there's that. And then there's some good news. We'll take that. That's what you got. Representative Claudia Tenney, a Republican from New York, Mm -hmm. has nominated President Trump for a Nobel Peace Prize. And it cites his historic Abraham Accords. Well, it's about time. Thank you. Yes. He should have had one the moment it was done. No, because the media didn't and still doesn't want to say anything positive about Donald Trump at all. Mm It doesn't want to admit that, uh, you know, where he's done some excellent work. They just can't stand it. Makes their little heads pop off. Mm -hmm. Uh, She went on and said Donald Trump was instrumental in facilitating the first new peace agreement in the Middle East in almost 30 years. For decades, bureaucrats, foreign policy professionals, and international organizations insisted that additional Middle East peace agreements were impossible without a resolution to the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. President Trump proved that to be false. The Nobel Peace Prize acknowledged the peace accord between Israel and Egypt in 1978, as well as the Oslo Accords in 1994. However, there's been no recognition for Trump's role in brokering an agreement between Israel and four of its Arab neighbors aimed at normalizing diplomatic and economic relations between the nations. Quote, the valiant efforts by President Trump in creating the Abraham Accords were unprecedented and continue to go unrecognized by the Nobel Peace Prize Committee, underscoring the need for his nomination today. Wow. Now, more than ever, when Joe Biden's weak leadership on the international stage is threatening our country's safety and security, we must recognize Trump for his strong leadership and his efforts to achieve world peace. I'm honored to nominate former President Donald Trump today, and I'm eager for him to receive the recognition he deserves. That's uh, nice. Claudia Tenney, yeah, Republican representative from from New York. Wow. And uh, and Good. It'll be interesting to see where it goes. We know where it should go, but will it is the question. It it it, it is interesting, and and look the the folks that have received Nobel Peace Prize it, are they politically active? The people that are you know on the board of that it, it, they might not be active, but how? it appears they have maybe a left of center view of the world. Yeah. How, how are say they that?
4: influenced? Is was probably what I would yeah. ask. Who because, you know, Obama, like, had one for, I don't know, showing up one day or something. I don't know. It felt like.
2: A uh, sick uh, local story. Sorry. Got to present Great. this. Okay. Ocala mother facing manslaughter charges. Her nine-month-old boy died of a drug overdose. Hmm. 33-year-old Casey Kincaid brought her unresponsive son to the hospital last October, who was pronounced dead. Police were summoned when Kincaid allegedly appeared to be under the influence. She was arrested on a felony drug trafficking charge after five grams of fentanyl were found in her possession. Last week, the toxicology report of the child's blood was released, stating the baby died from a combination of fentanyl, methamphetamine, and xylacine. Oh, my goodness. Reportedly, the same drugs found on his mother's possession. Hmm. Kincaid is being held without bond and being charged with aggravated manslaughter of a child and trafficking illegal drugs. Uh, Yeah, Mother of the Year award will not uh, be given out. But, hmm, I wonder if we had a secure border Hmm. and fentanyl wasn't part of the equation, if maybe the child would still be alive. One has to at least wonder a little bit about that. Good question. Yep. More local stories, more top stories on the way. It is 6:45. You're tuned to the Bob Rose show. Greg Cassidy is here as well. Live and local. All right. You're listening to News Talk, 97.3 The Sky.
5: As you get closer to November, Dana Lash, it's going to become urgent for people in terms of the economy, because no matter how big of an issue you make abortion, it always comes down to the economy. Now,
3: 10 p.m. nights on 97.3 The Sky.
2: 50 on the Bob Rose Show, 10 minutes till 7 o'clock. Greg Cassidy is here as well. Top stories, UN, one of its subgroups, uh, some of their employees involved in the October 7th attack. Yeah, they're supposed to render aid to Palestinian refugees, but apparently um, it has come to light that uh, several of them had certain roles, including two of them, it's alleged, were kidnappers yeah. of innocent Israeli citizens. So this group was defunded by President Trump because they had issues and uh, problems with their reputation and what they were and weren't doing. So he defunded them. Well, guess what? Biden went into office and just like he took away all border security with the stroke of his pen, he also funded once again this organization. What an idiot. I'm uh, sorry, but yeah. what
4: an idiot. Yeah, No matter who's influencing him, he's still doing it. It's amazingly
2: bad. And, and really, one of the other top wow. stories, I don't know if you'd call it an individual-type news story per se, but just as in terms of, well, the border, yeah, the game that is going on in D.C. right now where they're trying to push a, a comprehensive mm-hmm. border bill, comprehensive immigration bill, whatever you want to call it. The answer is don't. Yeah. Oh, wait. That doesn't always work, apparently. It didn't work for Biden. No, we have three no. dead soldiers because yeah. that mm. was the only thing that Biden said. Don't. Yeah. Don't attack our people. Yeah. You can see how well that works. Uh-huh. But they're going to try to push something that basically taxpayers are going to pay for, and they're going to hire more judges. They're going to streamline the process. They're going to let uh, immigrants in. It's not a... a, a A bill about security. They'll try to sell it. They'll try to say that to Republicans. It's a lie. It's absolutely an utter lie. These people cannot be trusted with the border. They proved that for three years. There can be no doubt. If you want border security, you've got to get rid of Democrats, starting with Joe Biden. And his little sycophant. Well, you're going to hear them twisting
4: this, that Donald Trump wants chaos at the border because he won't support this bill because Biden keeps saying, hey, if they'll fund it, I'll I'll shut down the border today.
2: Well, we know better. Joe could shut the border down today with a stroke of a pen, just like the same stroke of a pen that it took to undo the Trump things that were done to secure Mm -hmm. the border They could reinstitute any and all of that if they chose to do it. They refuse to do it because they don't want the border closed. They are for an open border. I don't know how much clearer I can say it. I've had Democrats ask me, scratching their head, to go, you know, I don't want to get, you know, too deep into the whole political thing. But I do. Like, what's the deal with the border? What's the deal? It's an open border. They're letting people flood into our country. Why? I don't know. They're going to change the demographics. They hope it turns into a voting benefit for them. They want to create some chaos so they can do and get away with other things. The bottom line is they could secure it if they chose to. They've chosen not to. This bill is a farce. An absolute farce. In fact, it's worse than a farce. It's worse than doing nothing. Because if they pass this bill, there's language in there, which we don't know all the language in there because they won't release it. So it's another one of those deception deceive. Hey, pass it and then we'll tell you what's in it. Thanks, Nancy Pelosi and Obamacare. Yeah. It's one of those deals. But it could tie the hands of a future president trying to effectively deal with immigration. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, we could limit uh, it to 5,000 people a day. What? No. <laughs> Please don't go there. All right, let's get into see- the uh, prediction. The prediction market. I you know, always call it a poll and stuff like that, but these people look at it a little differently. Uh, Poly market, it's called. It describes itself as the world's largest prediction market. They make predictions, and they're giving former President Donald Trump a 94% chance of becoming the Republican nominee for president as of Monday afternoon. And they also went on to say he has a 55% chance of beating Joe Biden. Okay, and these are people that make Predictions using, I guess, all kinds of different data. I don't know what their track uh, yeah. record is as far as accuracy goes. We like those numbers so far. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Fifty-five yeah. percent chance yeah. of beating Joe Biden. I, I wish it eighty percent. It'd be nicer if people were paying attention. Clearly, oh. it would be. Or if yeah. they, yeah. But once you're brainwashed, it's. Yeah. A, let's go to Davis Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines and Kevin. You're on the air.
1: Yeah, the reason why that uh, they're flooding the border and coming into our country is that China needs uh, farm workers to work on their Chinese farmland that they bought here because they don't have enough. <laughs> anyway, thank you. Oh, good uh,
2: point. But there's that. That's interesting. We, we know what happens yeah. when you have large groups of immigrants that come in. We we have data that supports this. What happens is uh, the lowest people on our socioeconomic scale, many minorities. They're affected, and wages go down, okay? They drop. And this is part of the globalist plan, the one-worlders and all of that. There's too much disparity between the U.S. and most of the other countries in the world. We have a quality of life, a lifestyle. We have it too good. Why would we ever consider giving up any of our sovereignty or freedoms? Well, I've talked about 40% of the country basically into going ahead and do that, Yeah, doing that. Hey, You know, who cares who's really running the show as long as you get your check, as long as you get your goodies, uh, you know, as long as all that, who cares about sovereignty, freedom, come on. Yeah. Yeah, That's so that is part of the equation as well. All right. Uh, Speaking of surveys, predictions, et cetera. Half of Americans support building a wall along the United States border with Mexico, while only one in three are opposed to it, according to a YouGov survey conducted Monday, which includes over 40,000 U.S. adults. Yep. So uh, 50% are in favor of building a wall. Imagine that. Yep. 45% of black Americans um, also support building a wall
4: that all the top democrats used to
5: just Mm -hmm. saying
4: Hmm.
2: on friday governor abbott joined tucker carlson via phone call and said texas is prepared to continue building barriers at the border if the biden administration federalizes the texas national guard so the showdown continues much more to get to on the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. Thanks to Florence Recycling, it's a Trash talking Tuesday.
3: Here's what's trending on the sky. U.S. troops killed by Iranian proxy forces in Jordan. We will take all necessary actions to defend the U.S. and our troops. The news that's trending. They end every statement of we're going to defend ourselves. What Iran hears, let's see what we can get away with next time. The news that's now. We open the border. The president has more than enough tools at his disposal to stop it. We're doing what we can. Now, more news. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3.